my name is Gary Childers, and my wife and I raised four amazing kids in the Black Hills of South Dakota. I started this podcast shortly after my oldest left for college because I love being a father, and I hope to help them stay focused on their dreams. Having said that, this is not just a positive mindset podcast, but rather an attempt to help my kids and perhaps you keep a clear perspective of life's challenges and opportunities and remind you of your limitless potential and how much you have to offer the world. Many times we would have these brief discussions in the morning over a cup of coffee, and I invite you to do the same. Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with Dad. Today I want to talk a little bit about relationships. Uh, I think I touched on this a few, uh, some relationship stuff uh, last couple of episodes here, but... um, just something that came to mind. I was talking to somebody that I work with the other day and she was talking about a relationship she was in previously and she thought it was pretty good. Things were going okay. There was some stuff in it she didn't like, which, uh, you know, there is in any relationship, I think. And, uh, there, you know, some frustrations with uh, the guy that she was dating at the time, but they were kind of set to be married. Uh, they hadn't quite uh, pulled the trigger on a ring or anything like that yet, but they were looking to, uh, get closer into this, uh, close in on this time when they were uh, going to get engaged and, and looking at time frames for marriage and stuff like that. And then some things sort of fell apart and uh, they didn't really uh, go in the, in the right direction as far as he was not, uh, turned out to be not the guy that she thought he was, even after four years of dating um, and things uh, kind of went the wrong way. But she held in there and she stuck it out and she was like, well, you know, I even though these things happened, or I see these things now, maybe uh, this is still something that I want to do. And so she held on to that for a while. And then some other stuff happened that were sort of some pretty big red flags. But, you know, then they worked themselves out and she thought, well, it'll get better over time. And she kind of hung, hung on to that for a while. And, and uh, they kept going. And, uh, and then eventually uh, she realized that uh, it's, there was a sort of a big thing, a big red flag. Something happened that was just sort of a, a deal breaker for her. So she ended up uh, out of the relationship and uh, he kind of broke up with her and she broke up with him sort of at the same time because of uh, some bad things, the details I'll leave out. But regardless, um, she got out of that and it was really hard at first. And she wrote this out. And the reason I'm telling you this is because she said something that was really insightful. She goes, you know what I realized is I I really didn't realize that I needed to be happy with myself and comfortable with myself and confident with myself in being alone before I could find the right person for me. And that kind of struck me a little bit. And then I, so I asked her to talk about it some more and, and she did. And she said, uh, she said, really, it's like if you if you're not comfortable being alone, if you're not if you don't want to be by yourself or you're not comfortable by yourself or you don't uh, enjoy uh, feeling your feelings by yourself. And I don't mean just being alone, sitting in a room. I mean, like doing things on your own and, and being confident and, and doing things and making your own decisions and and making decisions and moving forward without having to consult somebody else. Where am I going to go to dinner tonight? Where am I going to where am I going to live? What's my, that kind of stuff? If you don't feel comfortable making those decisions on your own, then anybody that knocks on the door and this was her phrase, anybody that knocks on the door is going to look good to you. Anybody that comes to visit you, anybody that gets, anybody you get in a relationship with is suddenly going to be like, oh, wow, this is somebody I can share this with and I can try to figure these things out with and they can help me make these decisions because I'm not confident making these decisions by myself because I'm not comfortable being alone, comfortable with myself. Now, there's a whole difference between I and myself, and I'll talk about that in the next podcast, but 
that's a little side note. But what we're talking about here, uh, in a, to a certain degree, is something that I read about years ago called the endowment effect. The endowment effect is, in, in essence, what I have right now is mine. And no matter if there is something else better out there, I'm going to hold on to what I got because it's mine already. And I think mine is the best. And uh, easy examples or analogies for the endowment effect is I've got this beat up old jacket that I wear all the time and it's very comfortable and I like it and I like how it feels on my back. And even though it smells funny, that smell is comforting to me because I've had this jacket for 15 years and the, the sleeves are fraying and, and the pockets torn on the inside. Every time I put my put something in there, it falls inside the lining and it's just a mess. But it's my jacket and I like it. And even though I can buy another one for not pennies, basically, uh, based on what I paid for this original jacket 10 years ago, I'm going to keep wearing this jacket. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the jacket itself. But what's wrong with it is the jacket's got holes in it and I get cold and it gets wet and it smells bad. And other people look at me and think I'm homeless because I wear this jacket. So it's the endowment effect is I like what I have because it's mine. And you tend to look at other things and you go, oh, okay, I don't need that because I, or I don't want that because I like mine better. I drive an old beat up car. I've got plenty of money to buy something else. I, I need to drive across the country. Well, I can't really drive my car, so I need to rent a car to go, but I like my old beat up car. You know, there's some good in that and there's contentment is something to, to be, to be, is something to be embraced. But the endowment effect is, what I've got is mine and I'm going to hold on to this no matter if it's good or bad. Now, when you roll that into a relationship, that's where it gets toxic. That's where it gets to be a mess. And she got out of this relationship and it was a really interesting conversation. And I actually said something to her about, about talking to her more about it because I thought it was so good. But she got out of the relationship, found something else better, and now everything, all the lights came on and everything is so much better and so much more clear. And she was like, wow, I have no idea why I kept doing that before. And that enlightenment came because she let go of the thing that was comfortable. And that, that idea of I've got this and I don't need to do anything else because I've got this and it's okay. Hid made it, made the other things that were not good invisible. So the take home today, relationships are great. I have a fantastic relationship with my wife, but you need to examine why you're in your relationship and who you're with and what's going on in your life and then look at it and say, am I doing this because it's comfortable and because it's familiar or am I doing this because this is where I'm supposed to be and where God wants me? Okay, think on that today, and we'll talk about it again.